Welcome to the Who's on the Move SC podcast. I am your host, Alan Cooper. Today, we are going to be interviewing one of the co-founders of a company based in Charleston, South Carolina called Print Your Cause. Print Your Cause is a print and e-commerce solutions company that handles the ordering, printing, storage, and fulfillment for a huge portfolio of products, branding, and print options. They offer an online store that makes it easy and risk-free to order custom branded products directly. The key is being able to print on demand with the aid of their software solution. The company has grown its revenue 10x in three out of the past four years. The Who's on the Move SC podcast highlighting entrepreneurs making an impact on our communities is made possible with the support of NP Strategy, a strategic communications firm comprised of former journalists, political insiders, and public relations executives. Learn more at npstrategy.com. We also appreciate the support of the Charleston chapter of the Entrepreneurs' Organization, also known as EO. They are a global organization of 14,000 plus leading entrepreneurs. If you are interested in learning more, visit eocharleston.com. And Nephron Pharmaceuticals, a South Carolina-based company, Nephron develops and produces safe, affordable generic inhalation solutions and suspension products and the Riley Institute at Furman University. The Richard W. Riley Institute advances social and economic progress in South Carolina and beyond by building leadership for a diverse society. Learn more at furman.edu forward slash Riley. Jason, what is the core business of Print Your Cause? Uh, We specialize in print and e-commerce solutions. So uh, when we started the business, we really just had one goal in mind, and that was to help nonprofits fundraise. And it was really, really basic. Um, You could pretty much have one product up, and people could go order goods, and it would fundraise on on, on the part of a nonprofit. And so that initial goal, um, we did well, but we realized that, wait a second, there are a lot of other things that nonprofits need help with whether it be incentives or gifts. And so we continue to pivot with nonprofits. And as we're pivoting with nonprofits, we realize, wait a second, we've created something really cool that works for corporate as well. So a small business or a large business that might have offices around the world doesn't wanna have to deal with printing in bulk and then shipping all of those goods to all those individual employees. Well, they can use our software. We can set up a store for them completely turnkey they don't have to do anything but provide their branding to us and then we're able to not only source the products but we do the printing we do the order fulfillment we literally do everything involved in the process and so it takes a lot of time off of their plate while also offering a solution that their either constituents for a nonprofit or employees for a corporation then has choice so um, the old way of doing things would be to have one single item and you buy in bulk ahead of time and you hope you order enough. And if you don't have enough, well, you're out of luck. Um, Or you have an employee who's now having to manage all these orders and that's not what their job is. That's not what they signed up for (laughs) with uh, their company. So um, we take that off their plate. Um, And because we're able to decorate on demand, that's the key. That's kind of the the missing piece for these other solutions. and so being able to decorate on demand, whether it be you know, direct to garment, whether it be engraving, whether it be disolation, we have all these cool ways of doing decoration. 
allows us to be very flexible in our offerings. And then just the icing on the cake is our software is completely free to use. So our entire software platform, there's no subscriptions, there's no contracts. So we're very much motivated and it's an easy sales pitch. Um, you know, oftentimes deal with uh, it's too good to be true type of attitude from, from our clients um, because our software is completely free. But the software offering is what brings all those orders into us and helps us be successful. Has starting your own business always been something that you have wanted to do? Yeah, I think it's always been in my blood and I didn't know it. Um, I've always been, quote unquote, hustling for money, whatever it might be, um, whether it's finding something online that I could do uh, in my free time or, you know, I played, I played poker for a long time. And you may think like poker has nothing to do with entrepreneurship. But in fact, there's a lot of things that are related between the two in, in, you know, in regards to you're risking your time, risking your money. Um, and there's no guarantee it's going to work. So there's definitely some uh, similarities between those things. But uh, I've always um, just been fascinated by people who have had either successful or even unsuccessful companies and, and you know, taking that leap. And my first sort of real taste of entrepreneurship, um, I was involved with a small startup that failed. Um, I was just an engineer as part of it. So um, I got to see all of the ways startups fail. Um, and so that was, that was fun and at the same time, you know, disappointing. Um, but, you, you know, we really kind of lucked into the current business model. You know, six years ago, I knew nothing about t-shirts. I didn't know anything about software when it comes to print fulfillment. And so my wife and sister owning the small print shop that they took a leap into, and really I, I have them to thank for me getting my first real taste of, of you know, business ownership. And that business wasn't very successful at all. And, you know, it was, it was really tough, really tough having a, a small business that you're pouring your heart, you're pouring your time into, and you're just not making much money, right? And so, um, you know, that was definitely the case for Print Your Cause for the first couple of years. It was a lot of, lot of hard work and we really weren't making a lot of money, but the difference was between the small print shop that we had versus our new startup was that we really believed in what we were doing. Like we truly believed in the mission. And I think that helped when I would go to try to sell people and try to let them know like, hey, we can really help you. Um, that sales pitch is a lot easier when you genuinely believe you can help your clients. And, and we really believed that. And we just saw that the, the solutions out there weren't great. And so, um, yeah, it's been a weird, long winding road to get to this point. But now that I, you know, I've been in it for two years now, I've, we've only been doing this for full time for two years. And so I just can't ever imagine going back. You know, I, lo I love it now. Um, I always tell, I always say uh, to friends and family when they're like, how do you do it? You have two kids, you know, you were running, you were working three different jobs, you know, and now, now you're having to um, run this business. And I always make the analogy back to Breaking Bad where Walter White at one point, you know, he, all, all throughout the show, he's saying, oh, I'm doing it for my family. I'm doing it to make a better life for my family. And yeah, that's true. But the reality is I just love it now. And, you know, I just, I can't get enough of it. And I, I'm hooked now. <laughs> so the business is not growing very quickly. What was a key moment for the business in terms of growth? When COVID hit, that was kind of our hockey stick moment. And we were just in the right place at the right time. We were able to quickly pivot for some very specific clients that we've really built this whole solution around. And those clients are people who want to sell 
on Facebook or Instagram or Amazon or Etsy, whatever it might be, and now we can do their printing on demand and do the fulfillment for them and they sell in just massive numbers. Whereas, you know, maybe our corporate or nonprofit clients might have quick little windows where they're doing a lot of orders. This is large, you know, million dollar accounts that honestly we we just had the right solution, the right technical ability to be able to quickly pivot to then be able to you know, offer the solution for them. And really that's been our focus since day one is always creating a platform and adding features that our clients want and need right away. Um, we don't oftentimes go out and try to do a bunch of development on a feature we think they want. Instead, we're really focused on what they need in the now. And by having that type of attitude and, and prioritization, we've been able to quickly deliver what our clients want and need. And that's, that's surprising to a lot of clients and, and a lot of people, a lot of our customers. They're not used to a company saying, oh wait, you, you want this? And then a week later they have it. And so in that regards, we're extremely agile in, in what we deliver to people. And really that's why we've had such great success is because we have such an incredible team. You know, um, I knew from the beginning, I'm not a great engineer. You know, I've been doing this for 10 years. I'm probably in the wrong profession. I like this, I like it a lot, um, but I'm just okay at it. And so when I went out and recruited my partners, um, I went out and found, you know, not only were they two of my good friends, but they were two of the best engineers I knew. And we wouldn't be where we are today without them and without, you know, our team members that have built this company. And so, um, you know, again, building the right team makes all the difference. Um, if I had tried to do this on my own, it would have failed immediately. <laughs> um, so building the right people around you is, has definitely added to the ability for us to scale and hit that hockey stick that we had been wanting. Tell us what is exciting in 2022. Talk a little bit about continuing the business momentum. You know, our first year we did 30,000 revenue, second year we did 300, and last year we did 3 million. And so we've actually been able to 10x year to year. This year wasn't a 10x, but but you know, at some point uh, you can't have exponential growth. Um, so this year has still been great growth, uh, but we think we're about to hit that a second sort of hockey stick. And, and it's because of this pivot we've made where we're, we are still focused on nonprofits and we are still focused on, on corporate. And we've got this great solution we've built for them. But what we've really built is a platform and an engine that can handle anyone wanting to decorate anything on demand, but then also doing third-party logistics and fulfillment. So if a company wants to sell sunglasses and they specialize in sunglasses, but they also want to sell engraved tumblers and printed t-shirts and embroidered hats, well now we have a solution that takes all of that all in one where they can go source their product, whether it be overseas, whether it be in Central America, wherever it might be that they're sourcing their product, but we can actually do the fulfillment on their behalf, let them focus on what they're great at, their marketing, their product development, and then we can focus on not only doing the fulfillment for them, but now we can say, hey, you can actually build your brand as well through other products where previously you may have had to go buy you know, thousands of units of t-shirts or hats or water balls, whatever it might be ahead of time, well, now we're giving them the ability to not have to order anything ahead of time. We'll do it completely on demand, all while doing your fulfillment 
of the core business and core product that you've created. And there's really no one out there doing that right now, um, which is kind of crazy and scary to say. We've kind of been keeping it close to the chest, um, but this is a new solution we're gonna be rolling out over the next couple of months. And we've already got some really awesome clients who are ready to hop in. And so we're really excited about that solution. Talk about your educational background, Jason, and how that has helped you in developing this company. I think my background certainly has helped and has made a big difference in terms of the way I can communicate. And really what, we've, what we're really good at is integrations and connecting other partners. And what we've really realized over the last year is that this industry that we're in, where it's linking up screen printers, it's linking up embroiderers, because we don't do all the decoration in-house ourselves. We don't, we don't want to, we don't need to. We do some of it. But what we've really created is a way for us to partner with other great companies and still provide the same great service that we can scale. So now we haven't had to place millions of dollars into production to do it ourselves. Instead, we've built this amazing software platform that can connect third-party decorators and that we've become partners with. And so having that, uh, I went to Clemson University as a, a C, uh, CIS major, and so, um, Really, when I came out and I've worked worked for a company called Blackbaud, specialized in software for nonprofits. So that was kind of the connector, and that's how I met my partners. And so when we went and we built this entire software platform that we've built, well, what did we know? We knew what we had all done at Blackbaud for the last ten years of our lives, and so we really have Blackbaud to thank heavily for the tech stack that we've essentially used along the journey. We didn't try to reinvent the wheel at any point of the way in terms of, oh, we need to create a whole new UI framework, or we need to you know, have all these brand new libraries that we're writing from scratch. No, we were able to utilize all of the knowledge and work we had already done at Blackbaud that was open source. So Blackbaud has some great open source frameworks, and so we kind of piggyback off that, but now we've got a platform that's completely our own. We don't have dependencies on other providers. And that gives us a real big advantage for creating new functionality that our clients are wanting. Um, at the same time, we continue to dig deeper and deeper into this industry and software is really, really bad. And so there are screen printers and decorators and people who are trying to sell and all the solutions out there, they're just not very good. And so we're kind of at this pivotal point in our company where we're looking to scale up higher. You know, we're, we're starting to learn like how do we wanna go potentially get funding to really, you know, um, speed our way up um, because it just feels like the opportunity is just so massive right now. The software just is so far behind in the industry as a whole. And we didn't know that when we got into it. We, we really didn't know what we were doing at all. And, and I mean, to a point, I still don't know what I'm doing, you know, <laughs> when it comes to running a company, you know, I don't have an MBA. I, I didn't have experience, you know, doing this. And so, um, that's, you know, part of the fun is learning this and I don't know what I don't know at, at some point. So um, I've always had the attitude of trying to surround myself with people that are better than me at what they do um, and just surrounding myself with really great people. And I think I've done that. Um, even shoot, when I used to play sports, when I used to, you know, play uh, in adult recreation leagues. I want to go out and get a bunch of guys who are better than me because I, I want to win, right? So um, I, I feel like that's the same way in business that I'm, I want really great people around me and 
I've, I've definitely succeeded in that regard in getting those people. And that's why we've had the success we've had. And finally, Jason, in one word, what is the key to success for an entrepreneur? Ooh, that's a good one. There's so many, I'd say there's like five or six. If I have to pick one, um, and you've, like you said, you've heard me bring it up and just about every one of the answers is, is the team and building that core team. And entrepreneurship doesn't necessarily mean that you have a full team. You know, there are plenty of people who are successful and have built successful companies all by themselves. But um, you know, if to scale something, to really make something that can last a long time, and then, I, I don't know, it's just, it's so hard to do everything on your own, and it's so easy to get burned out if you're trying to do everything. And so surrounding yourself with the right team is really how you can start executing your vision. You know, creating a team with people who believe in the vision that you have is honestly, that I feel like that's why we've been successful. Everyone on our team believes in what we're doing. And when you're recruiting new people for your, your company or team, it's just so important that they buy into the vision as well.